I didn't know what I wanted to be when I was a kid. I, maybe I always knew I was going to be an engineer. I certainly never thought I would be an artist. Jim Campbell leads a double life. As an electrical engineer, he holds more than a dozen patents in image processing and high-definition television. As an artist, Campbell draws on his technical expertise to explore the aesthetics of low-resolution video displays. I've been on and off actually at the same company in Silicon Valley for almost 20 years. And up until very recently, all of the people that I work with in the company uh, sort of had no idea what I do when I'm not doing the engineering. I have a different name that I use as an engineer versus as an artist. As an engineer, I'm Jack. As an artist, I'm Jim. Jim has been working for more than a decade as an artist and is now recognized as one of the most innovative technology artists in the country. Much of his recent artwork uses light-emitting diodes, known as LEDs, arranged as pixel matrices. Jim transmits digital video through these matrices to create moving image sculptures. I wanted to build my own display devices, and LEDs were sort of the only material that I knew how to use where I could actually build my own display devices. The original video was just shot on regular DV. Comes into the, this custom electronics box got a video out going to the monitor, but that's just really for um, monitoring, for me to set up the, um, where the pixels are going to be sampled from and the uh, brightness and contrast and things. And then there's a ribbon cable that goes to the computer that I use to actually capture the, the image. These works aren't so much about LEDs as, as much as they're about working with extremely low resolution and what we can perceive in that domain of very small amounts of information. The first time that I did one of these LED works, I was very surprised how little information it took to actually see a recognizable moving image. For the last three years, Jim has been producing a series of LED works he's entitled Ambiguous Icons. Today, he's installing one group of these works, the Motion and Rest Studies, at San Francisco's Exploratorium. I'm looking at the motion of six people who were disabled, who have disabilities. And I was interested in isolating their movement from everything about their person in an odd way they are perfectly politically incorrect, but at the same time, they're perfectly politically correct. I say that because they're completely defining the person by their disability. On the other hand, there's nothing to associate that characteristic with because you know nothing else about the person. So they're sort of riding this edge. Jim has paid a price for riding this edge. A major US museum declined to show the motion and rest studies fearful that the public would find them exploitative, an ironic twist given Jim's deeply personal reason for his choice of subject. Both of my parents were disabled, and the way that disabled people are seen has changed drastically since my parents were children, and I went through sort of a lot of that um, from a personal perspective. And so I was just interested, again, in isolating that characteristic so that you could actually stare at these images, watch these people move, how they move, and um, not feel uncomfortable about it. 
Sherry Petrini is one of six actors videotaped by Jim for the motion and rest studies. I knew immediately which one was my piece because one side of my body is totally rigid. My hip doesn't bend and my knee doesn't bend. So to move, to move, I, ha I move the whole side all at once. And that's pretty unique. And I really like that now there's art about people with physical disability. And I, I think, you know, we, we should get mixed into the soup of humanity and, and um, normalized, you know, like everybody else with a difference. My overall feeling about it is that it's, it's a gentle rendering of a very uh, profound uh, human experience. So therefore, you know, I really like it and it's warm, whereas most high-tech art doesn't give me a feeling of warmth and humanity. Much of Jim Campbell's early work involved the participation of the viewer, toying with expectations of how we see and experience art. Although his materials have evolved over the years, Jim's artwork has consistently explored questions of perception, time, and memory. I did a series of works that dealt with um, sort of an analogy between computer memory and human memory. And I did a few works that involved um, my parents, portraits of my relationship with my parents. There's a memory that's stored in a box and a representation of that memory on the wall. For the one of my mother, the memory in the box is a recording of me breathing for an hour. And that controls the visibility of this photograph of my mother, so her image goes in and out of focus based on my breath, and the father's work is very similar. I recorded my heartbeat for an hour, and his image comes and goes out of focus based on the rhythm of my heartbeat. In his most recent portraits of family and friends, Jim continues to use electronics to manipulate his images, challenging traditional ideas of photographic representation. The self-portrait of Paul is more of a combining of a number of ideas that I've worked with in the past. It's taking uh, an image of Paul that's stored in electronic memory as 192 pixels, and it's transmitting that image using sound of Paul's voice into the display device, using a speaker to transmit and a microphone to receive the information. So what happens, because it goes through that channel of sound, is room noise becomes part of the image. It'll distort the face. The beach is sort of where I go when I want solitude, and so there's a, a number of works that I've done that have dealt with either the sound or the images at the of the ocean. Up until this point, with this whole series, I'd been focusing on um, images that were very easily readable, meaning human figures, human faces, and things that were not at all abstract to begin with. So I was wondering what it would look like to start with an abstract image as opposed to a clear one, and waves are pretty abstract to start with, particularly a close-up. 
What I was trying here was a test between looking at this close-up of the waves with regular speed and half speed. What I want to do is try it extremely slow, just for the heck of it, to see where, where the limits are. I think the biggest challenge for working with technology and art is to transcend the medium, to not have the technology become what the work is, to go beyond that and have some sort of humanist side to the work. Mm -hmm.